How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Y'all, listen, this is Sibling Rivalry Podcast. We only have 8,000 reviews on, on Apple. And we should have... We have shady. We have hundreds of thousands of, hundreds of, thousands of listeners. Bitch, we have almost 20,000 on our Patreon. So there should be at least 20K reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you all could please go and give us a review over on Spotify, over on Apple Podcasts, over on everywhere, you, wherever you listen to your podcast, please, please, please. It helps a lot. So give us that review. We need those sweet, sweet, delicioso reviews. And also, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, you get it as an Apple user. When you have, If you have an iPhone, just download the app and go leave a five-star review and a comment. That's all you got to do. It's going to take you literally, literally one minute to do all of that. Thank you. Macaro. Life is a cabaret, old chum. I want to see you be the MC. No, thank you. You don't want. To, you don't. Want to, you don't. Aren't you the theater girl? What's wrong with you? Doesn't mean I want to play every role. Do you want to be in every opera and sing every song? I mean, why don't you want to do the? Let's talk. Let's let's talk about why don't you want to be the MC? It's not a character that speaks to me. I don't think I can sing it. Also, um, and I mean, you know, I I feel like it's specifically probably should be a character played by uh, like maybe like a jewish person or something got it fair see okay um <laughs> that's what i think <laughs> do you want to do you want to do you want to play uh the mc um to be honest i do i've never seen the show cabaret all i know is that clip i've seen of alan cummings doing that beginning 
Meine Damen ähm, und, und, und Herren. Meine Damen und Herren, willkommen, bienvenue, willkommen, fremda, fremda, étranger, stranger, glücklich zu sehen, ich bin enchanté. Happy to see you, Bleiberistas Day. Okay, Day. Okay, little Glissando. Okay, Glissando. All right, Glissando. Yes. I don't, I, don't, I don't perform for your approval. But that Glissando was nice. Ebony. That little, Ebony. you did, you did, you did, you did a, a slight little portamenti to that little, to, to that next connection. I know note. what I did. What, 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 where, where, so what it, note? Describe it to the audience. What note? What note? What, you can what describe it to the audience. What was it? What was it? Do it again. Let me hear the portamenti, you know what it was. <laughs> and it was only slight. <laughs> that was very nice. It was very, it was, a, it was very nice. Last night at Monet's uh, White Elephant, or sorry, Interracial Elephant, mm -hmm. um, I, uh, this guy was there. His name was James. And he was like, I want a charcuterie. Is it rude to go get a charcuterie? And I was like, well, just go buy like a pre-made charcuterie or just order one on, on route. He was like, I don't want a pre-made one. I want like, I want to make a charcuterie. I was like, you want to go buy the ingredients for a charcuterie? I was like, I don't know if it's rude. If you're supposed to bring something, just if you just go over and say, "Hey, do you guys mind?" They probably won't care. So I said, I said, um, James is a chaos agent. He is uh, James is on twelve. Yeah, way worse than me. Way yeah. worse than me. So I said, uh, uh, Andy, I said, Andy, do you mind if I would you be offended if I order some? Um, I want some cheesy queso dip. Do you mind if I order the ingredients to make it here? And it was like, of course, go ahead. Have you, any of you ever done this? I ordered the food. And I was like, oh, it's almost here. And then I see my phone go buzzer. I ordered the food to my house. Damn. So I now have the ingredients for a queso dip in my home that I'm clearly not going to be eating. I have done this a few times. I, I, there have been times where I once ordered a pizza to Assad's apartment because it, the Domino's app had Assad's address in there. Mm. So I just bought Assad and his friend's pizza that day. Well, you know, I'm really very uh into food and i don't make mistakes like that i will make sure that i i will triple check i, I i've never had that happen to me before have you been tagged in that picture online it's an ai image of this little caribbean girl running from this woman yes can we please put it on the screen if we have it that shit is so can you how do you feel do you have can you explain it? what it is it is it what it looks like is a little caribbean girl ho like holding a pot of food running from this from like wh what appears to be her mother and like she's like gleefully like she's like smiling as she has stolen this food and she's just running from from who appears to be some sort of a maternal figure and it's really low key oh, someone tagged me they, they said um a couple of uh twitters a, a couple of tweets tagged me one said monet stealing the, the curry goat from the pot one said monet stealing julietta's food do you have, can you can you can you send it to the group? I don't have it. Can you send it to the group? How do you feel about it? Do you, how do you feel about it? I feel it's very offensive, and I don't like stuff like that. Why does it offend you? What offends you about it? You know, I don't want to get into it, but it really hurts my heart. Do you 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 don't want you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> no, I mean I don't care. Um, it was a while ago though. I I don't know if how I, I don't think I can go back that far in my mentions. I'll try to find it. I'm, I don't have a Twitter on this phone, but that shit. Cat, I. Wait, did you take Twitter off your phone? No, I. I you know, I have two phones, and I, my real. I have my iPhone here, and my real phone is is in the other room because it was charging. Y'all, Bob took Bob. Bob took that damn. What is it called? The frunk. The tank. The tank phone. It is first of all. It's so heavy. Should I get it? Yeah, go get it and show these people that ridiculous phone. So if y'all don't know, first of all, TikTok be working on Bob. This nigga will buy anything he sees on fucking TikTok. So he bought this new phone. It's called the 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 Tank, and it can go up to like a couple of like months without a charge. It has this crazy flashlight on it. It's just, it is a, it is literally like a, it's fucking heavy. It's literally one of the bricks they threw at Stonewall. I'm pretty sure. And he is like has it at this party, just like showing it off, and it is so silly. I'm trying to find this picture of me. Are you going Julia. to uh, Kim's white elephant party tomorrow? Yeah, it's it's today. Oh, it's today. What are you What are you gonna bring? 
Oh, so I'm bringing this um, this Drew Barrymore popcorn maker that I got from the MTV Movie Awards. They sent it as a gift thing with like for winning the thing, and then so I'm bringing that. What makes it Drew Barrymore themed? It's her. She is her company. Uh, this like, is the tank. It is a beast of a phone, a behemoth of a phone. And what makes it interesting is I have not charged this phone in I think six days now. Y'all, it is at 70%. But but you have also haven't been using it though. If I just didn't put my, I use phone, my phone. Huh? I use the tank. Like as your phone? Like you use it for what? Not as my phone, but I use it to watch videos. I use it, I scroll through it. I keep I've I've been like playing with it. I I I don't have a phone that can last for five days. And get down to seventy percent. I think my phone. This phone has that. a. This phone has an insane battery life. That's like that's like the whole selling point of the phone. Interesting. Your phone can't do this, Monet. My other my phone can't do this. This phone can't. This is the newest iPhone that can't do this. This phone is on fifty percent. I charged it this morning. <laughs> this phone's on seventy percent. I charged it five days ago. <laughs> so. Oh, that, here it is. I found that, it. That, I found a picture, y'all. The picture of what? Of me stealing on um, Julieta's lunch. Let me put send it to the group chat with you, me, you, and Jacob. Okay. Oh my god, that shit sent me through the moon, through the moon. Um, so Monet, we we're gonna. I want to. I I I, I, so I wanted to talk about something. I, I thought about doing a little video today on TikTok, but I decided to talk about it here. Um, every bit of Monet and I, all the advice that we give you guys, it is this is for fun. Do not. At, don't take the advice. This is all kikis and cackles. Some of it we just be really goofing and acting silly on. But also, be weary of folks in these streets who be out here like, take my advice. It's, it's wait, 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 <laughs> wait. You wait. What this is this <laughs> your disclaimer or someone's? I'm confused. What's it's, it's our disclaimer, but also a couple of like. There's too many fucking like uh, advice self-help guru people on the oh, internet. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with that. There is, that, is, that is very pervasive. It is a lot. And, like, y'all, I'm again, entertainment. I'm a comedian. This is all for kikis and cackles. Do not take this advice. Go seek out your rabbi, your therapist, your mentor, your uh, parents, your pastor, your uh, imam, whoever you get your advice from. Not your imam. I said imam. All right, let's go to the first question. Jacob. Hi, Bob and Monet. My name is Seven. I'm 20 and from New Jersey. I just wanted to ask about something Bob had mentioned in an earlier episode. He said that when people tell him to smile, he realized they were uncomfortable with his presence. And this really stuck with me because as a Black woman working in customer service, there's always expectations to smile or always be positive. So much so that people always assume I'm sad or mad, but that's just how my face looks. And I was just wondering if you guys relate in any way or just have any advice on how to deal with this. Before I answer, do I look like a turtle? You look like eternal? Do I have, my head is like, kind of like a shape like a ninja turtle right now. Um, I mean, I guess I can see that, but no, not particularly. Um, I... I've started doing this. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna stop doing this. But I've started doing this thing now, where if you if you comment on me looking unhappy, my go to reaction now is to make you feel as uncomfortable as I feel with you calling me out for that. So I have this stock response that I always give, which I think I think I'm gonna stop doing it because it, it, it's escalating. If anything, I'm aware of that. But someone goes, <laughs> you know, what question I hate. Well, this question is so. This you cannot ask someone this question. That has to be very specific specific circumstances where you can ask the following question. You really tired? <laughs> you just tired? You're, you're pretty tired, huh? Don't do that shit. I don't care if I am panting, wheezing, and my eyes are literally doubling over. Don't ask me if I'm fucking tired. Don't tell me I look tired. That shit pisses me the fuck off. So, you know, someone says, are, are, are you are you mad? Are you upset? I always say, no, I just have a shitty face. And I was go, no, 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 no. I'm like, now, nah, yeah, now nah, we both feel awkward, bitch. Yeah. I like them after. Uh, I don't think I have the same um, response about being tired. Um, that, I, I don't, I, that It doesn't perturb me in the same way. 
But um, I think as uh, for your question, you be I think if that you be cheesy, I think that when it comes to like customer service and stuff like that, I think that uh, your boss or your manager, whoever, the reason why they may they may harp on that a little bit more is because they're trying to sell an experience, right? They're trying to like you being their customer service person at um, although I'm assuming a retail store or something like that, because if, if people are coming up to you and saying smile more. I'm assuming it's at that. It's not like a, a phone one or whatever. I think because they want to like give this vibe that their store is so happy and the 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 the, the workers are happy to happy to help and all that stuff. So I think that's why. So I think it may maybe looking at a because I mean I I was I have had the experience where I go up to someone at maybe like Target or something. And they just look mad. And I won't even ask them for help because I'm like, they look like they're having a bad day. I'm just not even going to even engage in that because I don't want to upset them even more. And I'll, just, I'll, I'll go out my way to find someone else. So I think there's a layer of that as well. So I think maybe look to maybe a different position. But also, you should be, feel free to express yourself how you want. But when you are working in customer service, people want, the, the, they want you to sell the experience of that you are happy and yet you are happy to help. So I don't know. But actually. the litmus is different, specifically for women and for uh, black women and for queer people, especially black women, because you got the double whammy going on. For mm -hmm. not smiling as a black woman is not the same as not smiling as a white man. So if you go, oh, yeah, for sure. So, so when people go to like a, but white I will say for me, for both of them, if I see a white dude on on, on aisle seven and he looks angry, he he's he's about 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 looking like, angry. The difference between like not smiling and looking angry. So when a, I feel like when a, let me just say this: when a, when a black person, yeah. a black woman is like not smiling, then she looks angry. Or when a black person is not smiling, then we look pissed off and mad. But when like a white man is not smiling, he's just like hanging out and chilling and relaxing, maxing all cool and all, choosing to be bald outside of school. Um, and I think that I disagree though. Do what? Like if a white dude is stacking boxes and he's working at Target and he's doing his thing and he's just sitting there like he looks like he doesn't look he looks like he looks like he doesn't want to be maybe not angry, they look like they don't want to be bothered. So if you're not so smiling, you're smiling while stacking boxes. You're not smiling, but like but like you you have seen those people, they're like like you look like you don't want to be bothered as opposed to just like what it's what like I'm a different that, vibe. That, it's a different energy between those two things. What I'm saying is that little subtle difference that you're doing, people put that on black people more than they put it on more than they put it on white, but they put it on women more than they put it on men. Whereas a man could just be like, How many bags do you need? Whereas a woman goes, what? How many bags do you need? This bitch got attitude all of a sudden. I that's I I don't I mean I I guess in in context of the world I do know that to be well, true. Well, you cannot have from, it. You can't not have. I'm these talking devices. about I'm talking about my experience when I am getting customer service help. Like that's just not what my experience. Let's Anyone to insinuate that you have somehow escaped the bias of the world that we all are part of. Even even I mean even people. By the way, even black women do this to other black women. We all have these biases inside of us that we have to be actively trying to not engage in. Even black women. I'm well, telling you that it's not my experience. Even black women. I don't women, have that. Let me just finish my statement. Even black women be thinking other black women be having stank face. Why don't I like her? Because she think because she thinks she's cute. All this stuff in our heads. We 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 and I think that if you're willing to engage with the notion that maybe you have some biases that society has put into your brain, as opposed to being like, I am just above bias. I I'm not saying right now you are making a very big leap. I am not saying I am above biases. I'm talking about this specific instance, this specific situation. And that is not something that I possess. I, I, of course, I am a human existing in this world. There are many biases that I walk out of my house that I am that I am dressed in every day. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I don't, I, that's not what I'm saying. So don't put that in my mouth. I'm saying that my experience with it's this specific question about customer service, when I see someone who is just like there is a different energy and a different like vibe to someone. And it's very subtle. And when you are, when you when, when you want to engage in for help and what feels warm and welcoming and inviting. I'm saying that that is a specific bias that I don't experience. I, I, I take that at face value for whether you're black, white, green, purple, yellow, male, female, non-binary, whatever. That is just my own thing. But also, that's just me. Like, some, some people have biases that other people don't have. But do you see how that gives I don't see color? No, I don't. That's interesting to me. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. 
inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. All right, what's the next question? So I'm a, a very basic white girl who is also very bisexual, but I don't really know how to be like accepted in queer spaces at all. Um, I'm not the type of person to like get bangs or like get a nose piercing. Um, so it's confusing off the bat. Um, but a lot of my, like, gay and lesbian friends have been a little, like, invalidating, um, about, like, being, like, kind of implying that I'm not queer enough to be part of, like, any conversations or go on with them. And I'm like, I really know what this is based off of because, like, none of you guys have seen Paris is Burning, so it's not, like, a report card thing. Like, is it literally just, like, that I'm basic? Is it, like, the bisexual? Like, I didn't like poppers that one time. I did them. So I would love <laughs> some advice about, like, how to be more accepted in queer spaces when I really am just, like, basic white girl who looks straight, like, looks very allied. But I'm, like, I'm very bisexual. I promise. Talking about, we went from poppers to what is? That means of all the things she's trying to, she she she's trying to do to signal that, hey guys, I'm one of you. Well, accept me. So poppers, um, is a which I bitch. I guess we talked about this before. Bitch, be doing poppers, poppers on the dance floor sounds so crazy to me. Anyway, um, did I go first or you go first last? Uh, I can't remember. You go ahead. I think you. Um, listen, I don't, there is a part like to, you want to feel included. You want, you want everyone to know that you're down. Like you want at face value, you you want, you want people to know that bitch, I eat pussy. Like I get that. But, um, and just because you don't have a septum piercing or you don't have like anything that feels like a little alternative and a little like queer, um, I don't know, maybe just start wearing bitch, be one of those bitches back in the 2000s. I remember in New York city, there was a, well, it was a trend. Where people get these like rainbow seatbelt buckles, uh, 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 belts, and like when people had those on, like you knew they were gay. So maybe you just need to do a, a, a few more outward expressions of your fabulosity. I think can go a little, uh, can go a long way. Like wear wear more rainbows, or like I don't know, put more put put a little rainbow flag in your on your on your on your on your Instagram bio. <laughs> Like little things to signal if you want if you want that outward projection that you are part of the community and and, and that you are queer, um, you just gotta signal a little more, girl. Can I say a very controversial statement? Bring back basic white girl allies, even if you're not an ally. Bring bring back basic white girls. Like maybe Manic Panic can stop selling hair dye for a month and just see if <laughs> nature can heal itself there's nothing wrong with with looking extra you know what i mean but i feel like you, you don't have to prove your queerness to anybody 
your bisexuality does not have to be 50-50. Bitch, if your bisexuality is 95-5, you're still bisexual. You don't have to prove it by going out and dating men or dating women. You don't have to prove you don't have to prove your attraction to anyone in the world. That's not how that works. Um I'm someone who's like very visibly queer. People see me, although for some reason my mom swears up and down. People can't tell I'm gay. We've had this conversation. Jacob's been there for this conversation. My mom swears up and down that until I say I'm gay, until I say the words I'm gay, no one knows, which is, I think, precious of my mom. But that's that's just that's just not my experience i'll say that mm -hmm. that is certainly not my experience um but maybe gaydar is just all for boomers i don't know maybe that's what it is uh but girl like you don't have to fucking prove yourself and get you some friends who are gonna be like like you know my my kennedy is a lesbian well like a bi lesbian um and just like i'm a, like a bi gay guy but like Kennedy just reads as like this this like straight white girl a lot. People just be like, oh, this, she's just some, especially before she got all these tattoos. People used to be like, and this straight girl and Kennedy would just kind of be like, I'm either, either she sometimes she's speaking like I'm not straight, or sometimes she'd be sitting with her girlfriend. She's like, this is my girlfriend or something like that. But she just kind of like this like plain looking white girl. She's like, it, it just is what it is. I'm a plain. What do you want? I'm a plain looking white girl. You know what I mean? But I will say it's not her, it's not her friends. It's her. She's like she's like she's like I want. She's like I want to I want to look more queer. She's like I want to look more queer. Her yeah. friends are her. It's not like her friends are like girl. We are just we are fine. But it's she's like, like she's I wanting to do it to signal to her friends. Like she it, it's like it's like it's not like, like it's her friends. It's like she's trying to signal to people around her that she is more queer. And part of me is like it's okay to just be like. For, but I will say this: if you're trying to get more pussy, then you might want to signal your queerness a little bit more. Like, I was just about to say. I said she probably wants more. She probably wants more action. Get, if you're trying to get women in your life, you probably need to signal your queerness a little more to get women in your life. I will say this because of how queer I read, I don't attract a lot of women because of how queer I read. I wouldn't even know how to hit on, hit on a. Because you're a fag. Yeah. Now I'm the one with the bag. They call me bitch. Now look who famous and like. Oh my God, you're obsessed. So you're obsessed. I like Tajik a lot. I do like Tajik. Yeah, I like Tajik. You're no, 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 no. I'm just like it's obsession. He's one of my, he was one of my top artists a few years in a row. So yeah. I know. Um, yeah, I, but listen, also, be, because I am so... I, also, I also love being looking very gay. Like, bitch, it's literally how I dress. Like, I dress very, very gay. So, and I feel very... It's very affirming. So it may be, like, you want to feel more affirmed than your queer identity, and I get that. And because I never really had to do that, I had a, 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 I've had a big butt and thick thighs, and I know there are straight people who, who have that stuff, too. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a gay person. I'm a gay person with very feminine features, and it has I've loved having that my entire life. So is the butt I get you gay? wanting to say it again. Did the did the butt make you gay? Oh, for sure. But like as the butt gets bigger, do you get more gay? As it gets smaller, do you get less gay? Yes. So if you start like so that's why I've like been on a constant, I've been doing my Brazilian butt lifts to get these motherfucking these cheeks popping. Cause I don't ever want to be on the other side. Got it. So I get how validating it feels to look gay and be that so i think you just want to be more faggy like fine <laughs> just wear more rainbows boo yeah in my opinion now your hair blue yeah yeah what do what do women do to look more gay i think that it depends on what kind of woman you're trying to attract a lot of them cut their hair short and wear polos mm-hmm mm-hmm get a pixie cut <laughs> get a, okay, get a pixie cut. No, not a pixie and, cut. Get a get a, a a James Dean. Get a James Dean. What's a James Dean? Let me try right now. Them white James Dean lesbians be cleaning. Up. James Dean is is that a haircut? It's, it's just Google James Dean. Is the haircut that James Dean would have? Them. them uh, oh yes. Oh bitch. I I I, I would fuck this bitch. Baby, I would fuck her. These white James Dean lesbians be I would cleaning up. Yeah, I'm telling hot. you, I think there's like a there's a whole James Dean lesbian vibe. If I type in James Dean lesbian, does anything pop up? I feel like there's a lot of James Dean lesbians out there. I would fuck a James Dean lesbian for sure. No, nothing pops up. Well, but I know the girl. I know the girl you're talking about though. I've seen this person many times. Yeah, especially uh, riding through us old Silver Lake. Yeah. All right. What's our next one, Jacob? What is the black version of the James Dean? James Brown. 
No, a Khadijah. A Khadijah. Oh, yeah, a Khadijah. But she's... Hey, Bob and Monet. My partner of seven years and I recently moved to New York City and we went open. We only hook up together and I noticed that we tend to only hook up with well and down guys. This is that is what we're working with as well, and it's also what's tended to feel the best to us. I wanted to ask our resident size queen, Monet has change, and also, <laughs> Bob, is it okay to be a size queen, or should we broaden our horizons? Best size queenery. <laughs> okay. First of all, they're like, me and my boyfriend, we just happen to only hook up with guys with big dicks because we also have really big dicks. And like, <laughs> like everyone, they got just, just a lot of dick just floating around this apartment. He wants to advertise. It pays to advertise. Also, he's, doesn't he sound like Nick? <laughs> I went first. Your turn. You know, I, I'm not a size queen, and I would say there's a, 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 an average to small dick to no dick at all is not a deal breaker, but sometimes a big dick can be a deal maker. That is how I always say it. If you have an average penis, small penis, or no penis at all, that is not a deal breaker for me. Uh, sometimes that can also be a deal maker for me as well, honestly, depending. Um, I mean, so is, 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 is everything so so is everything is a maker? Not everything's a deal maker. Not everything's a deal maker. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes sometimes the deal maker is like this 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 person's tall. Sometimes the deal the deal maker is this person has nice pecs. Sometimes the deal maker is this person has nice legs. Like there's like one thing that this person has that like pushes it over the edge for you. You never had that? What's Monet's What's Monet's deal maker in your opinion? Oh, what do I think it is? Yeah. Being able to lift her off the ground easily. I think if you can show that you can lift money off the ground, like without breaking a sweat, then she'll probably be like, oh, this this gave you an extra three or four points. Does that sound right? That. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But but you probably have other deal makers too. Like uh maybe like nice arms. Actually, do you I like hands. I'm weird. Hands. Hands and teeth are deal makers. You know that girl on TikTok who's always like, I gotta stop doing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop reaching for TikTok because you don't you don't you apparently you're like Simone Biles' husband. You've never been on the internet, you don't see things. (laughs) Well, I have not so I know I go in ways. I've not been on I have not been to my TikTok for like a You know the girl who's who's always like uh I'm gonna die and breed. No. She said this she's like she's this really funny black girl on TikTok who anyway, you just did Okay, I I'm officially vowing to not mention any more TikToks of Monet. I it's done. It's a wrap. But you were saying Monet? What was I saying? Hands. You like hands. You're weird. Well, like hands and teeth are like deal makers for me. Like if you are cute, like if if if, if I'm like on the fence and like I see your hands, I'm like, I know that's so weird, but I'm like, oh yes. What 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 on these hands? What about the hands? Like they have to be like a. How nice... are your hands? Would you hook up with your hands? Um. My hands are okay, but like, I, um, like Andy has not. Have you ever seen Andy's hands? Andy has nice hands. I've seen them, but I haven't taken note of them. But I have seen that Andy has hands. <laughs> <laughs> if if someone asked me to vouch, I would say yes. Andy has hands. <laughs> Andy has nice hands, so I like. I like Can you a nice manicured, like, nice, like a nice, a nice manicured finger. But not, I'm not saying you go into the nail salon, but like nicely, like man, like they're you like well taken care of. Huh? You have manicures. I do. I do. And like, I like, I need to see this—the new growth. Like, I had to a nice, healthy new growth. Wait, but is it about the? Is it about the size shape? Because what you sound like you're describing your hands, but you're like, my hands are fine. What is it about Andy's hands? And they have to have like a nice size, like a nice width. Like I don't, I, I don't like, like big. Skinny. What's a nice size? Like, like big, like not skinny, but like not like overly fat hand, but like a nice like weight. I, I, I can't describe it. I just like the hands. I don't know. Do you want to critique me in Jacob's hands? <laughs> oh my God, what are you doing? I want you to critique me in Jacob's hands. You look at—I mean, that's a bad picture, Jacob. He's—he's he's fucking rolling through mud. Is that Andy? Yeah. But his hands look mangled. What is? This? <laughs> I know. See, look at Andy's hands. But these look like fucking uh, skillets. <laughs> I'd like a big hand. These are like Paul Bunyan. All right, talk about my hands. 
Well, you have you have you have very nice hands. I like your hands. I wish that you. I wish that they, they were more manicured, though. That's the only thing. Like, but you have like the weight and size of your hands are great. All right, talk about Jacob's hands. I I can't see Jacob's hands. Oh, I. Well, Jacob is small. I have Barbie Jacob hands. Jacob is tiny. Girl, Jacob, bitch, Jacob, Jacob can put your entire around your thumb. Jacob and I, J- girl, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob has beautiful hands. He has beautiful hands, but they're small. Jacob has small. Jacob's very small. Yeah, they're very beautiful little petite hands. I love my little baby's hands. Okay, go go jerk him off another. Is every episode you, you gonna be jerking about Jacob Andy's off? hands for eighteen minutes? I can't. You say, asked me. I can't say three words about Jacob's hands. <laughs> we, every episode, you and Jacob are just. I can't say three words about Jacob's hands. That's that's you and Andy a game that Monet. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, size queens. Is it okay to be a size queen? Oh yes. <laughs> Lost the question. Um, listen, I think if you like big dicks and you feel like you can take those better and those feel better in your body, then I think this yes, you are allowed to be a size queen. Like I, I, I don't think there's shame in being a size queen. Don't let other people shame you for being a size queen. Like if that's what floats your boat and that's what gets you really hot and that's what makes you want to come, then go ahead, like live your life. It sounds like you want to explore other stuff, though. It sounds like you're interested in exploring other things. I mean, are there other parts of the body that you also find erotic? Does it have to be a big penis? Does it have to be in your butthole? Does it have to be? Can it? What about the butts? You know what I mean? Like, for example, I'm someone who notoriously, notoriously loves a little booty. A little booty. I like a little booty. Is, it, is, is that what you and I would never think? I don't well, he also like likes big booties. booties. I like big booties. He just likes booties in general. <laughs> booty from the lumbar. Booty cut that so far. Booty. <laughs> yeah, I also, but I also have love for big booties too, and I have love for little booties. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are my favorite? What memories? about what about medium booties? I mean, yeah, I, what are, wow! So you hate, so you hate medium booties? I feel like sometimes the little booties are medium booties because they're like little, but they're like little plump, but they're like Bob. Everything is a deal maker. You 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 said I like little booties, not like big ones. We said, what about me? Well, I like well, medium. Okay, a medium, like booty, a medium booty wouldn't be a deal maker for me, but a a big booty or a little booty would be a deal maker. Like a little booty, a medium booty is whatever. But if you have a big booty or a little booty, that can that gives you extra points for me. Got it. One of my, one of my favorite memories is we were Bob. You had came back. We were at your apartment in one. 180 Fort Washington. 160. Where were you at? Oh my God. I don't remember. 180. I don't know. 180. 160 Fort Washington. How about that? 164. It was 80 Fort Washington. And we're at your house. And then I hadn't seen you for a while. Oh, this is in the pandemic. And I didn't see you for a few. I didn't see you in person for a few weeks. And the first time I came over to your house and I was doing a lot of biking. And I walked and I walked past in front of you. You go, Monet. I was like, what? It's like, Monet. I was like, what? He's like, like your ass is ridiculous. Who I said this? <laughs> I said this all the time. I'm like, you see me so bad. It was just very funny to me. You're like, because Bob always does this thing. He'll like say something like that, and you think it's gonna be like a serious conversation. Like, I'm like, oh my god, what happened? He was like, girl, your ass is crazy. I think the reason, the main reason you and I didn't work out is because when I met you, I was really skinny. You're not in the skinny guys. I was very skinny when you and I first met. You used to always be like, you're so skinny. You were very skinny, but you'd be yeah, like, "You're you so were... skinny." <laughs> it was like that, y'all. It was, it was, it was like, it was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm observing that you're skinny." It was like, "You're ill." I no, she didn't literally, literally never said but she did go, "You're so skinny," and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm skinny." I think you're inferring a lot of what you think my intention. Why was your lip? Was why was your lip doing doing, doing like <laughs> doing like a Viola Davis playing Michelle Obama all lifetime? <laughs> Bob, oh, that is it. Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> Mitt Romney <laughs> was that a real thing I never did you ever watch it I didn't watch it but it was real <coughs> Mitt Romney I know Michelle had to be like why you do me like that <laughs> they met they must have met oh Viola and Michelle yeah I would assume yeah I'm gonna name Romney some very business. famous people and I'm gonna you tell me if you ever met them even if for a second like spoken and shared okay. words okay okay Elton John it, wait, if I've met them? Yes, you. <laughs> no. Laverne Cox. Yes. Lil Nas X. No. Um, uh, who's the guy who plays Magneto? Jacob? 
Uh, Sir Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. No. Uh, all right. Now you do me. Just name some famous queer people. Like, have I met queer them? people? Yeah. Um, I ended all queer people, yeah. Wanda Sykes. Yes. Uh, Victoria Monet. No. Uh, Cynthia Riva. Yes. One more. Uh, Candy Burris. She's queer. Yeah. Are you making that up? Or are you fucking with me? I'm not. Candy. Candy. Uh, uh, hooks up with women and has in the past. Yes. Oh, I've not met her. I believe she moved to Atlanta after I moved. When was she on with Housewives? No, she's always been Atlanta. Candy, Candy's like born and raised in Atlanta. Eighty, 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 eighty. Well, she's from she's she's from like she's from like South at like she's like from gutter bucket. You know, Nene's not from Atlanta. I know she's her and Nene were like in the same area. No, area. I said, you know, Nene's not from Atlanta. I know, but they were from the same area wherever that is. You know where she's from? No, Queens. Oh. Nini but Nini and like Nini and Nini. they had like a high school, a, a high school something in Atlanta though. I mean, people move. You know, you didn't you live in? Didn't you go to high school? Didn't you go to middle school in Atlanta? You ain't from Atlanta. True. Okay, we got we gotta go. We are girl. We did a. Uh, we are get, next question. We are about three. Three is a lot for us. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Don't rush us. Don't ever rush us. Hey, Bob and Monet. My name is Nathan. I'm 30 years old. I am based in Bristol in the UK. Um, I am a queer, non-binary person of color. And recently I have put on a bit of weight. I fluctuate with my weight anyway but um since the lockdown i've i've like got the biggest that i've ever been um and i love my body i am very comfortable in my skin but i am really struggling struggling to express myself um in the ways that i usually do um in terms of the way that i dress and this is difficult for me because this means that I am basically just dressing very, in quotation marks, mask most of the time and not really exploring that femme, in quotation marks, side of me. And I was just wondering if you had any advice. 
macaroni? Ooh, I mean, I would say like as you know, over my life as well, my weight has fluctuated, gone up and down, and I've always, but more in my mid twenties, I started dressing more, uh, more femme. But when my weight was up, I found it more comfortable to dress um, femme when I was when I was bigger because I could feel like I could wear like I could wear dresses, I could wear like flowier things. So <clears throat> I find it interesting that you find it, you you have it the opposite. You feel like um, the more weight that you have on, you can find it easier to dress more butch. And I think they said that they are still dressing butch. I think they just find themselves still dressing butch as opposed to choosing to dress more butch. That's what I think I heard. What, what, what I'm saying, so like as, so if you want to express yourself in a more feminine way, I feel like it's it, it's easier to access that in in, in my in, in, in my experiences when you because you can like go get some nice like sundresses or if you I mean you you're in the UK so bitch I know it's fucking cold as hell in that bitch uh, you can you can get you some um, some flowier things uh, over there because the the question is how they can how can they how can they express themselves in a more fem way as and with their new body and with the, with their new body right. Um, yeah, so I say, ooh, go to, okay, I, me and Michelle Visage, and a lot of people, not just us, but we specifically, we The only shopped, two customers. <laughs> we've shopped at Primark a lot, and Primark, and I, and the, I, I, I guess living over there, you're probably like, ew, Primark, but me as an American, I know we have them here, but it's still, I still fucking love it. Primark has so many great things you can find. Potatoes, stop it! Primark has so many like great. Okay, go ahead. What? But I'm hood. Okay, continue. <laughs> Sit your ass down in there. <laughs> Primark has so many options that you can get like different like things that you can wear to suit your body to make your body look really fierce. I say go to Primark, go to River Island, and I would also take a little pop into um uh uh, uh what's that place uh uh is Bristol Gems. near River Island? River Island is a super is a is a is a clothing department store. Oh, I thought River Island was a place in in the UK. No, 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 no. Um, go there. I think I think Primark Primark is my number one though. They have so many different options. The the, 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 the fucking places are so goddamn big. You can find so many things. Um, you know, interesting about fashion and bodies. I probably gained about sixty pounds since I was on Drag Race, so my body's changed quite a bit as well. And um. As you grow and shrink, you realize what you like about your clothes isn't just the clothes. You like the way the clothes land on your body. So as your body changes, the clothes are landing differently. So you don't like that item anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, also, maybe you're the kind of person who maybe where you get curves is in the hips and that makes you feel your non-binary fantasy. So you want to wear something tighter. Maybe where you gain weight is in the shoulders, and that that does not help you feel your whatever. You know, maybe I I am a belly and booty bitch. That's where all my weight goes in my gut, and my ass. They come in a pair. That's what I, I, it's, that is where I gain most of my weight. Um, and I have noticed that the larger I am, but I also think the older I am, the more flowy my clothes have become. Um, I just. As in my age, I've gotten a lot more modest. I think I feel like Monet met me at the end, at the beginning of my modesty journey. I've always been relatively modest, to be honest. Except I used to wear a little shorty shorts back in the day, a little bit here and there. But I just, I just always dress modestly. I'm 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 someone who wears boots and pants practically all year round. I mean, I famously uh, went to um, went on a cruise and I only bought a pair of, and I only bought Doc Martens and I was on the beach and some Doc Martens looking crazy as hell. Were you really? Yes. I cannot. But have you ever seen me in a flip-flop ever? In a thong flip-flop? Have you ever? No, but you do. You wear Crocs. If you're going to the beach, I thought you, if you're going on a cruise, I'm like, oh, he at least brought some Crocs or something. Why don't I start wearing Crocs like two years ago? This is years ago. Got it. Um, yeah, also, I will say this, too, like, in, what's in trend, what's trendy right now, what's in vogue is, like, baggy clothes. Like, everyone is wearing, like, oversized t-shirts, oversized jeans, oversized pants, so, bitch, take, like, take this moment and, like, get you some oversized things to make yourself, like, look trendy, but also, you know, uh, 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 dressing your body in a way that feels comfortable, like, how you want to present yourself to the world. Also, hot take, learn to sew. 
Yeah. One of my friends, Keisha Carr, makes her own clothes all the time. Oh, yeah, she And does. I can be like, honestly, slay. Live, laugh, No, I see. I, I think I, I think realize that, that what bothers you. I, I think that making her own clothes has helped her discover her non-binary identity as well. I think I what I what 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 I discover what bothers me when you say that is that I know you're not saying it to me, but I am the one you're talking to, but you're also talking to everyone else, and that's why it irritates me. What irritates you? You're like, um, my friend Keisha Carr, my bitch. I that's my friend, why, why and I know her as well. So I know, and I just look, in real time. I said I get it. I know what you're t- explaining to them. I get it, but it, I'm listening to it, so that's why it irritates me. Well, can you process silently? <laughs> Nigga, don't tell me how to fuck to process my feelings and emotions. Well, that irritates that? me. How about that? And I'm now, and I, oh, and I'm just now realizing that that when you process out loud, I get irritated. We're all having revelations. Reve- Book of Revelations, chapter twelve, verse seventeen. Ha! Neither shall they hunger no more. Neither shall they thirst. Ha! Get ready. Ha! For the revolution. Ha! 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 Oh! Oh, one of my neighbors the other day was uh, I was sitting outside on the porch talking to a friend, and my neighbor was like Bob, and I was Shut like, Shut up! Oh my god! Like, Wait, oh, they said what? I, he was like Bob. I was like, Oh my god! Hey, and because uh, he was he, cause our 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 balcony is right above the the community balcony, the group the, oh, roof, the rooftop. Uh-huh. And uh, he was like, I was like, Oh yeah, I've been home for a few days. He goes, Oh, I know. <laughs> Wait, which neighbor? Ladies, ladies owner. Oh yeah. Oh, did you did, did, did you stick up for me? Did you finally say about that fucking mutt? I, I, she is a mixed breed, but that's not. We're not going to use the word mutt. She's a labradoodle. And uh, but I was just gagged when he goes, "Oh, I, I know." I was like, Ate me up <laughs> "Bob, is there some?" Part of the world that you live in, you think that you're a quiet person. Well, it just didn't register me that people are like like <laughs> existing outside. <laughs> like there's not like people like what like my I don't share a, this wall isn't shit. This wall is shared with like with a garbage chute. Like this is the garbage chute back here, mm-hmm. and there's no one above me, and that's just the courtyard. So I was like, oh, this room is so far away from everything. Nigga, you have windows. You have doors. Listen, I know. You you, you, well, you and you and uh you and my neighbor should get together and talk about how loud I am. Cause well, he, 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 he was like, I don't care. He's like, I just know he's like, I just know you're home. Are they old or are they young? They're young. They're Ladies about my, my age. Oh. There's one neighbor in my building who lives in a duplex. There's two apartments that are combined. It's fierce. And I was like, I want to come see. And she's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Just, but I happened to be, like, coming and going, so I couldn't see that day. I was like, okay. So I texted her. I was like, can I come see the apartment? And she was like, yeah. No, but then she didn't respond for, like, weeks. And she was like, oh, yeah, come over. And I was on the road. And then I was like, oh. So I got back, and she didn't respond. And then she always responds, like, a week later, like, yeah, come over. But I want to see this fucking duplex. Like, how do they convert two apartments I want to see one? two. I want to see two. I want to go fucking see. Maybe I'll text her again and be like, I know it's been. Is it weird now to be like? I know it's been literally been months, but can I please come see your apartment? Yeah, yeah, y'all live in the same building. Yeah, I don't think that's weird. They're like, hey, I'm back. I'm back in town from the road. It has can been come years in? since she offered to show me her apartment. I also do not remember her name. They'd be like, hey, um, this is Bob and blah blah blah. I'm back in town. Would love to come see the place. Still. I think she saved my phone as duplex. <laughs> I do that too. If I don't know your name, I'll save you as how I got your number. So I want to see that, the fucking apartment. Uh, I want to come. If you want me to do, if you want me to film an apartment tour for my neighbor, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I saw on Facebook the other day. I logged on Facebook the other day, ew, and um, I saw that Queen's name, Complete Destruction. I just think it's just still such a funny drag name. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's it's something. I remember one time I, uh, BBM first, I just thought it was funny. BBM first made fun of me. I was like, Kitten with a whip. I guess now people's drag names are full sentences. I was like, Bitch, your name is literally a full sentence. Your name is Mimi. I'm first. <laughs> you have a fucking conjugation, everything up in there. <laughs> you, have a, you, have a, you have a proper noun. I am going to bury this dog alive. Do you, do y'all, can oh, y'all no, hear it barking? Uh, the name of that is Mimi, not Mimi. As in, okay, say again. 
Can y'all hear the dog barking? We did hear that, yeah. But it's like very faint in the background, and you know, dog. Well, it's not faint to me. I'm just trying to stand up for the dog because in the house where where he's constantly bullied by you and Colleen. Where's Andy? He's uh, working out with someone. Oh, working. Out give me one someone. second. Just give me. God, Monet, uh, y'all have y'all noticed that there have been someone breaking into Monet's house on every every podcast since the dawn of time. Someone's always breaking in, stealing something. Uh, there's a there's ghost in the apartment. Always something going on. The the dogs screaming. Let's go to the last question, Jacob. Hi, Bob and Monet. My name's Anthony. I'm 21 years old, and I'm from Calgary, Canada. Uh, I'm currently a theater major, and I'm writing a play for my playwriting class about stand up comedy. Uh, it's kind of a love story slash a success story about someone trying to break into the comedy business. Uh, I love both of your guys' stand-up comedy and Monet when I saw you this summer at the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival. That's what kind of inspired me to write this and to keep diving into more stand-up comedy. Um, so my question is, how does one write a good and funny stand-up bit? Uh, I'd appreciate any advice because that's proven to be the hardest part of this process. You know, the plot stuff is easy, but, you know, getting some good, effective stand-up bits in there that would be loved by all audiences is kind of proven to be difficult because I've never written stand-up before. So I'd love any advice on that for a first-timer. Thank you both. Ooh. You want to go first? Yeah, I just went first. Do my eyes seem like they're half-closed? Do your eyes seem half closed? Like, I've, I've been told I have like my eyelids always seem like they're like halfway like shut. I can't say I've ever noticed that about you, but but I this seems really, wild, right? Uh, <laughs> no, that seems normal. This seems normal. That's wild. That's but, wild. But the one just before that was this, normal. This yeah. feels crazy. <laughs> I feel like I am in. This is this is too much. Who can hold their eyes this wide? By the way, this be blue-eyed people. People with blue eyes? <laughs> you, you, you ever see my blue eyes? They'd be like, hey. Jacob. No, Jacob doesn't, Jacob's eyes aren't that wide, but some some blue-eyed folks be like. <laughs> but yeah, this is where my eyes rest. You don't see the difference between this and this? This feels, I feel like an insane person right now. <laughs> open, like, open your eyes a little bit. <laughs> How do people maintain that? I think that's why the eyes now think they're because it, it's forcing us for us. Um, when it comes to stand up comedy, first of all, it sounds like you're trying to write a one man show or a one person yeah. show. Versus a versus a stand up, and also, baby, you do not try to write stand up that will be universally loved by everyone. That is not a thing. You you can have a lot of people like it, but you cannot you cannot please everyone. You cannot please mm-hmm. everyone. You have to let that go. You have to think is most important is that you think it's funny. Do you think it's funny? And then you have to find your audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like for someone like say Matt Rife. Matt Rife found an audience who thought that who who thought that what he was doing was funny for a long time, and they turned on him because he turned on them, uh, and then they're like not funny anymore. You know what I mean? Or a comedian who like like Dane Cook back in the early two thousands was like a uh, was a very uh, controversial because not a lot of comedians thought it was funny, but he sold out Madison Square Garden, so someone thought it was funny. You know what I mean? You just got to find your audience. So instead of trying to write for your audience, write for yourself and let your audience find you. And Secondly, I will say this. I just find a concept that I either think is a little bit funny or I find a concept I find interesting and I try to extrapolate on it. So something I would say is interesting. Like for, I think I used this example before. Have you ever noticed that when people walk out in the rain, they kind of low-key look a little bit like Jesus? They always walk out and they always go. And they put their hands up. Something about that is funny to me. Now, that's the, the very simple premise of it. And then you find ways to stack on top of that premise and then you make that funnier and funnier and funnier. Or I did a bit on um, something that's not funny, and I extrapolated on it and made it funny, was uh, exploring misogyny in the queer community and amongst men in general. And why do I think that 
AMAB people tend to be more misogynistic than AFAB people. And I talked about, mm. and I compared it to the Salem witch trials and showed how misogyny was, was uh, prevalent in the Salem witch trials and how their misogyny took them to such extreme lengths that they were shoving women off cliffs just to prove that women are bad when they have a small amount of agency. And then you try to find the humor in it without punching down. If it makes any sense, you can see it. It's, it's at the, it's toward the end, like the last third of my special woke man and address. Yes. There's a plug for me. If you're a patron, it is available. I mean, it's available on Patreon and on YouTube, but the patrons are at first. Um, so how, how, how about you, Mo? Oh, sorry. Last thing I'll say is, in my opinion, you have to build a company in front of an audience. You have to test it out. Test it out. Keep trying it. Workshopping it. Finding what parts are good. And then then finding that perfect kicker. That, per- that perfect punchline. Yeah, for me... Yeah. Right, am I boring you? Oh. Did the question bore you? Monet said you're so boring. No. Monet said you're so boring as hell. So I've, I've I've done both. I've written both stand-up comedy and a one-woman show. And I think the difference um, in both of them, the the similarities were for like for stand-up comedy, I like find like different things that have happened to me, like different events that have happened to me and what I find funny about those. And then what and then when I journal these things that I that I think that have happened to me that are funny, I I I write down what I think is funny about it and then I to Bob's point, extrapolate on what I think other people will think are funny about it. And then I've worked the material out with friends or in rooms. And then I get the best bits of what of what made that thing funny. And I put it all together to, for, to, to be a joke. For a one-woman show, um, I didn't go in thinking like, I'm going to write a show about this. I was just journaling. And I was reading old journals. And I was writing... And I, and I, I, was, I was writing my time from middle school to college and then from college to drag race. And then from those things, you will, what will we, what will begin to reveal itself is um, you will find a common thread between those things. And then after I had all the stories down together, then I would, then I, then I treated it like stand up, and I was like finding chunks of it that I thought were funny and different situations that I, that I thought were funny. And then I would extrapolate on those things and find the smaller bits of it that were funny and then come and then condense it all to be, to be little, to be little chunks. And then those chunks became a full story from beginning to end, if that makes any sense. But I didn't go in like, I'm going to write a one woman show about, 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 about finding my voice. Like it just kind of, it revealed itself to be that that's what the story was about. If that makes sense. A couple sense. of interesting things about humor. There's a, a couple ways to get a laugh. One of them is subverting expectations. So a great example is when Jinx Monsoon on uh, the roast of well, who's y'all roasting money? Ross. We're roasting oh, at the roast, the Kennedy Center honor roast. Oh, that's what it um, was. Yeah. She, she said Trinity when she broke up with her last boyfriend. She just said, "Let's just be cousins." So you're 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 subverting you're, you're expecting her to say let's just be friends, but she's playing on the fact that Kennedy is involved in some sort of Alabama inbred sex. So she said let's just be cousins because she subverted it. She tricked you. She missed. It was a misdirection. It was a misguide. She misdirected you, and she subverted your expectations. There's also like obviously a pun. And there's also absurd humor. So um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, he had a, a special called King Baby. His name is uh, can you Google that Jacob's King Baby comedy special? His name is uh, Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan does this entire bit about pie. Now, pie is not inherently funny. It's not cake and pie, but he went on about it for so long, and I mean for so long that it just became hilarious he would not let up about it and he kept and he kept joking about how long he was going on and and is there another pie joke will there be another pie joke i couldn't possibly tell another pie joke or a cupcake i can't remember it was cupcake or pie it was was all about cupcakes and pies um he's -hmm. going on about how 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 a muffin is just a cupcake with no icing and all this stuff and it just kept going on and on forever and the absurdity became the humor so is it is it is it subverting expectation is it misdirection is it is it absurdity 
Is it um, sometimes when you just say what everyone else is thinking, that can be like uh, I can't remember the comedian who did it, but he was like, you ever notice in a picture when you when you when you when you lean in like this in a picture, you look at the picture, there's still four feet between you, and you're like, oh yeah, I did, know, I, I have, I have noticed that. That's crazy. And then you can go into absurdity by going on and on and on and on and on about that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Also, it is also insult comedy. Maybe you, maybe you're a good insult comic. Maybe your thing can be all just ripping on other people and just <laughs> reading them. Are you? Do you? Are you among your friends group? Are, are in your friend group? Are you the reader? Are you the one that's always like cracking everyone up because you're reading other people? Maybe that's your thing. You're an insult comic. And in the insult comedy, you can use all those other techniques to still get the things. Mm-hmm. You layers, layers. Um, I love talking about like comedy. I love talking about comedy. Comedy. Um, well, Bob, we answered so many questions and we helped so many people. I have today. to go. I have, I have therapy actually, and I have to drive there, so I have to go. Okay, good. I hope I hope you get uh, the help that you need. Are you coming? It's it's couples no. therapy. Court no, order. So if you don't come, you'll be arrested. Court, why why you got to all this up? Court, Court order. order. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye. <laughs>you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.